0: يقول الله جل وعلا في القرآن الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق توقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا Amma all praise is due to Allah. We praise Him, we seek His help, and we seek His forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and the evil of our actions. Whomever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads astray, none can guide. And I bear witness that there is no God or deity worthy of worship but one, Allah alone. And Abu Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam is his slave and his messenger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Qur'an. And if this verse, if we can leave today, just understanding this verse, it's enough. All you who believe, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear Allah the fear he deserves. And only die in state of total submission to Allah and to Allah alone. Brothers and sisters in Islam, Make sure you depart this world believing in Allah as your Lord. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is your messenger. This is very important, especially for the topic, Torah azza wa The last lesson, alhamdulillah, we spoke about the story of Qabil and Habil. The story of Qabil and Habil, the two sons of Adam alayhi salatu wa And we mentioned how Iblis works. Iblis, our enemy, he worked in a step-by-step process towards, to a degree that he made he made Qabil believe that Adam, his father, his prophet, the prophet, made dua against Qabil that his offering does not get accepted. And that pushed Qabil to eventually kill his brother, Habil. Tayyip. Even though the offering was all the, the doings of Qabil, Qabil, go get the best offering he can. Present it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he got the worst offerings. He got the worst fruits and vegetables. And presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for Habil, no, he put on the best. The best offering he can, he put forth. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts, accepted the offering of Habil. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is jameel, yuhibbul jamal. He is beautiful and he loves beautiful things. So it was from his own deeds, his own doings, his own actions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rejected Qabil's offering. And you see this often, people blame the religion, blame the Prophet, blame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, blame their parents, blame their brothers, blame their sisters, blame the school, blame everything. But your actions is obviously leading is doing this. And this is why we always need to reflect upon ourselves on a daily basis. On a daily basis, inshaAllah Azza wa Jal. After Qabil killed Habil, there are some narrations, and one of the brothers uh, mentioned it the other week. I went to obviously research, is that Qabil came back and got married. There's no such thing as that in the uh, in the tarikh. That Qabil came and eventually got married. Allah Ta'ala, there's no, there's no truth to it. But what we know is Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala eventually gave Adam a a prison by the name of Sheath. So the second prophet, it's not Nuh alayhi salatu wa Which far away go to Nuh No The second prophet after Adam alayhi salatu Is the prophet Sheath And he was literally the son of Adam alayhi salatu wa And Sheath means a prison from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala A prison from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And this is a very important lesson That we need to be aware of Is that okay, when a calamity hits us and We're going to be tested in so many different ways When a calamity hits us must be patient what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, stores, uh, has stored for you Is going to be better in a way that you and I will not understand Eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, Blessed Adam with Sheith. Sheith alayhi salatu wa From sheath Okay from his descendants Not or straight after him So not his son direct son But his grandson They believe three, three So his grand grand grandson of Adam alayhi salatu Came the third prophet Idris alayhi salatu wasalam Idris alayhi salatu wasalam And Idris alayhi salatu salam lived with Subhanallah Adam alayhi salatu for 380 years As mentioned, this is different Their times and our times Their uh, physical appearance is different to our physical appearance Their lifespan is different to our lifespan. So he lived with his great-great-grandfather Idris alayhi salatu salam, Lived with Adam alayhi salatu For approximately 380 years 380 years, subhanAllah. And Idris والسلام, was the third prophet. The third prophet is Idris. Now there are differences of opinion that Idris is, this, is not Idris. is not the grandson of Sheath or the grandson of, the, of Adam. And they say, no, his name is Ilyas. So meaning, Ilyas is from the descendants of Beni Israel, from the sons of Yaqub. There is difference of opinion. And Ibn Mas'ud mentioned that and so on and so forth. But the correct opinion ta'ala, is that no, Idris والسلام, was the great grandson of Adam والسلام, and he was a third prophet. Ilyas was a different prophet from Bani Israel. And that's because Allah Subh'ala mentioned it in different places in the Quran, different names uh, and different things, inshaAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the and mentioned in the book, Idris, a prophet, Idris, he, he was a truthful prophet. We'll get to that inshaAllah. But Idris here is clearly mentioned that he was a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after this calamity of Adam that his son killed his other son Allah sends him two prophets from his descendants and he lived with them Okay, so he lived with his, his grandsons and his granddaughters part of them is Sheath, and Idris it was mentioned that Subhanallah, Idris was the first one to actually write with ink he was the first person to actually write with ink wa ta'ala After that Allah wa says وَرَفَعْنَاهُ مَكَانًا عليّا. And we raised him We raised him to a high station Or a high place To a high place And this is the fourth heaven The fourth heaven and in the in the Hadith al-Bukhari and Muslim is the Prophet ﷺ so, uh, during the Israul Ma'raj, the journey to the to the heavens, he actually met Idris alayhi salatu He actually met uh, Idris alayhi salatu wa and he says Marhaban and he welcomes him obviously Bil with the uh, righteous brother and the righteous prophet And another narration is the righteous son Meaning the son of Adam والسلام, Without getting to too much difference of opinion طيب. There's another another narration And this is the story Technically what we know and What I mentioned before علي, And that he was a prophet Is the only thing that is 100% authentic so from the Qur'an And the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. Whatever I'm going to mention now Is only from the Isra'iliyat From the Isra'iliyat So from Israeli narrations And as we mentioned in the Sasa We are going to mention Israeli narrations And clarify them This story We do not cement it So we do not believe it 100% Nor do we disbelieve in it It's a story that subhanallah, We can have a lot of lessons from Two main lessons I want to discuss At the end of the lecture inshaallah. So this story, this Israeli narration about Idris alayhi salatu wasalam. Nor do we cement it, nor do we disbelieve in it fully. But it's a story that many many people actually don't know, and we need to clarify and then take some of the lessons from Ibn Al The story goes is that Idris alayhi salatu wasalam, this Prophet Idris, it was revealed to him that every day that goes past, he will get the reward of every righteous person doing a good deed at a specific time. And I'll give you an example. We've got Bala dies Every day that goes past, everyone here is, that is doing good deeds. Actually, everyone in the world, huh, inshaAllah. Everyone in the world that is doing good deeds, he gets reward for it. This is the same thing as for Idris alayhi salatu wasallam. So imagine the rewards. Imagine the rewards that Idris alayhi was accumulating on a daily basis. So he wanted more. Idris alayhi salatu wanted more. He wanted to live for a longer time so he can get more good deeds. And that's a prophet. That's a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this reminds me of the hadith of the Prophet when he says, "Adanu The one that encourages others to do good, he gets reward for. It. I'll give you an example. Many of our brothers are here, alhamdulillah, the sisters at the back, alhamdulillah. There are sisters upstairs, alhamdulillah. If you have gotten someone today, you've gotten a friend of yours, or a sister. Or a, or a brother. or Whatever it may be. That is here today. He gets re- rewarded for it. And you get double the rewards. You get double the rewards. That's just a, a short example. Alhamdulillah. So this is something that we need to bear aware of. That's the, the, the khayr and the blessings of Islam. And this reminds me honestly about. Uh, الله, goodness. To do good, to get rewards, accumulate ajr, is so easy in a day and age we live today, subhanAllah. To accumulate good deeds, there isn't any easier time than today. This day and age, subhanAllah, you're not saying, Goof, at this time where there's a lot of corruption, and a lot of subhanAllah people who are moving away from Allah, subhanAllah, yes. There's, doing good is so easy accumulating reward is so easy at the same time doing haram and doing sin is so easy I'm gonna give a short example I'm gonna give a short example something practical that we maybe fall into maybe unconsciously Allah Ta'ala we all on our phones we all have social media we all have a certain social media platform whether it's Facebook Instagram TikTok whatever it may be and we are scrolling 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 you see a shah saying uh and giving a reminder, none of the brothers here, but just saying generally, you see, someone sees a sheikh speaking, he scrolls, he scrolls, scrolls. If it's, if it's 10 seconds, you probably watch it, watch probably half of them. It. If it's more than two minutes, I'll just go. Sheikh wants me to stay here forever. At the same time, when there's a prank for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just anjad, just waste of time. And the other thing is, they do uh, these videos. What is it like? Um, there's a word to it, I can't, can't remember, but they do these videos that just attack, uh, they uh, attract your attention, and it's just uh, a balloon popping or something crushing. And you see, it. for hours, you scroll and you will keep scrolling as much as you can, and minutes and hours will go past. But as soon as the Sheikh comes, you, you skip it, generally speaking. And this is a problem. Because that video that you see of a Sheikh speaking, it's beneficial knowledge, if you liked it, if you commented, if you shared it, wallahi. Every single human being that sees it from that moment you've, you've shared it till the end of time, to the end of time, not when you die, to the end of time, till Yawm al you get rewarded for it. You get re- rewarded for it. Free hasanah for free. Ajr rewards are for free. No effort whatsoever. Just press share, just like, just share it. How hard is it? It's hard. And you see this. This is, this is what is happening at the moment. This is what's happening on the moment. in the moment. These same brothers that will skip the sheikh and not listen to the sheikh and not pay attention to anything that reminds them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you see them 24-7 on social media, liking, sharing, whether it's uh, sports. That's what I'm saying. They're coming at us through sports. Whether it's, it's sports or it's just information that there's no benefit nor all this harm and you see them sharing and liking and, and, and putting their opinion out there and everything like that when it comes to the deem now. Idris والسلام, wanted to live more just to accumulate good deeds and he's a prophet, brothers and sisters in Islam. He's a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tayyib. So Idris had a companion, a khalil. This khalil, his companion was a friend, was an angel. It was an angel. Tayyib. And every now and then He meets up with him When he found out About that every day That gets passed He gets reward Of every righteous good deed That people are living At a specific time They do He gets reward for it He wanted to live And prolong his life So what does he do He says to, the, to, his, to his friend His khalil To the angel If you see Malak al If you see the angel of death Send him my salams And I send him salamu Alaikum And tell him If he can just delay My, my death Just delay my death. I want to accumulate more good deeds. So the Khalil says, the angel says to him, Why don't you just jump on my back? I'll take you to speak to the angel of death. Directly speak to him. He goes, really? Yeah, I'll take you. So the angel takes him. Takes the Prophet Idris. Takes him to the first heaven, second heaven, third heaven, the fourth heaven. Now you remember the angels are a whole, يعني, different being. They're bigger, they're greater. Even though Idris والسلام, and Adam and and, and and sheath, they were obviously uh, huge, twenty eight meters. But at the same time, the, we aren't even close to the angels, Subhanallah. So, so Idris was on, والسلام, was on the back of this angel, and no one can see him because the angel is massive, massive. So imagine you got an ant on your back, can anyone see the ant? Barely. Especially if it's covered You can't see it So the angel speaks Sees Malak Ramot In the subhanAllah Fourth heaven And he says to him Assalamu, alaykum. As-salamu alaykum, salamu alaykum alaykum And he says to him I have uh, I want to send my greeting From Idris alaykum. He says Assalamu alaykum As-salamu alaykum As-salamu alaykum what's, khair, what's going on He says Idris يعني, has, He wants to know How long left he has Of his time And he wants to prolong it he goes, Idris alayhi He goes, Yeah, it is. He goes, that's a double check, and this is proof that angels do not know the unknown. So he checks it. And then the angel of death replies to uh, this khali to the angel. He says to him, You're asking me about a person that his lifespan doesn't even increase from now, even a blink of an eye. Tarfataim. What does that mean? It means he's khalas. It's time to take his soul. So the angel looks back at his back and he sees the Adris Ali His time was up. His time was up. Allah says in the Quran wa Brothers of Allah and sisters in Islam, this ajad we actually need we need to take a moment for a moment. We need to, we need to take a moment here and understand something. When our time comes Allah SWT says Not a moment more Not a moment less If someone is meant to die today at 8 o'clock PM 8 o'clock PM As soon as that 8 o'clock Ticks over He's gone She's gone His soul will not be taken at 7.59 Nor will it be taken at 8.01 His time is khalas they will not prolong more Nor will they be shortened Your time is up And every moment That goes past brothers Our time is shortening Our lifespan span is, 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 going, is shortening yani, What astonishes me is those who celebrate their birthdays You're getting one year closer to your death And you're celebrating especially in the haram way that doesn't make sense what have you done what, what have we improved how did we get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did we get further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is all these questions that we need to always reflect upon ourselves and I'm saying this is only for, for the brothers and sisters in front of me this is for me this is for myself first wallahi death yani, can hit us at any moment those brother in the, in the western suburbs died two days ago out of nowhere out of nowhere and this story reminds me about another hadith That is also not very authentic But it's a, it's a narration that subhanAllah also makes us understand That when our time's up, our time's up And it's not just the time It's the place your life gets taken away from It's, it's narrated also in the Israeliyat Is that Sulaiman alayhi salatu Sulaiman, the Prophet Sulaiman He had a minister, he had a wazir And this minister was his, like his right hand man a man, a strange man comes and he starts to speak to Sulaiman, the Prophet Sulaiman, King Solomon. But this strange man would look at the minister in a in a very scary way, but shocked. So he'll talk to Sulaiman but he'll be looking at that person, I don't want to look at that. He's looking at that person and he's looking at him and he's talking, looking at him. The God doesn't know him. It's not as if he knew of him. The, the minister got scared and so on and so forth. Eventually that man left. So the minister went straight to Sulaiman. He asked him. He said, "Yes, Sulaiman, who's that person? Well, he, he scared me. He keeps on looking at me. I don't know him. It doesn't what's his, what's his problem? He says that's man could move. That's the angel of death. What angel of death? Angel of death is yeah? here." I Anad, for a moment, pause If you see someone passing away And his ruh, his soul is exiting the body And you're there You know right there, right there, right there Right there is Manakul Naut The angel of death is right there, brothers and sisters He's right there And he's literally skipped your soul And went to someone else Wallah, if we just ponder If we just ponder this It should make us reflect upon ourselves if you see someone passing away in front, of the, in front of your eyes, you need to know that Malik al was right there. He skipped you, jumped to someone else. He went to someone else, he skipped you. He gave another chance. So this minister said to Sulaiman, please, Malik al is here, take me somewhere else. And this was before the hour by a couple of hours. This was before the time, by a couple of hours. And obviously, Sulaiman had a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the, he's the clouds. So he told him, please, take me somewhere far. So he commanded the cloud to take this minister to the to Hind, to, to India, in that region. And subhanAllah, the next day comes, Malak Al Maat comes again. Malik Al Maat, then Sulaiman uh, up to him, the Prophet Suleiman says to him, Malak Al Maat, what do you do that for? You scared the person and took him all the way to India? He said to him, yeah, Sulaiman. I was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take that person's soul in, in India. And I was shocked to see him here in Jerusalem. It doesn't make sense. What was he doing here? So he is in anyway, I went there at Dhuhr at time, after Dhuhr time. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told me, I'm going to take his soul. I went there and I saw him. Think, so I took his soul. Allah said, so you're meant to die at a certain place. You We are meant to die at a certain time and a certain place. Don't we want our lives our end to be the best Prophet says وَإِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالْخَوَاتِيمِ إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالْخَوَاتِيمِ that the most important deeds are towards the end how do we end our lives do we end obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do we end by being at the masjid we prayed عشاء, pray prayed we did Alhamdulillah. do we end our, our day by subhanallah being obedient to our parents being, being uh, showing care to our, our wives and our children Reading Qur'an, uh, praying to bi- l- l- pray witr is that how we end? Or do we end in a way where we die at a club? We die taking drugs. We die being intoxicated. Wallah, I think it's something final. It's something final. There was a brother here from Melbourne. There was a brother here from Melbourne. His brother was sick in overseas in Lebanon. He was sick. He was about to die. His parents, his family was calling him to come. He, he, last ages. He's going to die. So the brother picked himself up and he went straight to Lebanon. And, and there are many examples that, like this, subhanallah. but he picked himself up and he went. He went to Lebanon. Just you know, he, he tried to book the ticket and he left. He died in Lebanon. The one that was in Melbourne died in Lebanon and he was still alive to today. His brother is still alive till today. Wallahi, we sometimes go to people to you know, give our farewell, but eventually, you know, it's it's not them that pass away. We pass away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and make our end in the righteous way. So when, when our end, when we die in a certain way, we get resurrected that, that certain way. So if we die on ta'a, on ibadah, on acts of worship, we get resurrected on acts of worship. If we die with but if we die, in a state of disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Brothers, we're going to get resurrected that same way Sisters, we're going to be, be resurrected that same way How can a brother pass away and he has not prayed? How, does, how can a sister die and she has not put the scarf on? Put the hijab on? You've never been covered Imagine be, the only time being covered is in your coffin Allah azim It's something finding sisters Imagine, you've never been into a masjid Except when, you're getting to, when you are, when you're getting prayed upon Allah, it's finding brothers. It's finding, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala described death wa and worship your Lord until certainty comes to you. He called death certainty because every human being knows there's an end somehow. There's going to be an end. No one can be immortal. There's no one immortal. It's certain things, It's a certainty Subhanahu that we are going to pass away. So the most important thing about this whole story, brothers and sisters in Islam, is number one, as much as you can encourage others to do good so you can get the rewards, like Idris alayhi salatu Salam. And the second thing is, make sure your end and my end is on ibadah, on an act of worship. Wallah, if we can do this, we've achieved يعني, the ultimate uh Yaani subhanAl destination of this life. Inna the Bil the best of deeds is towards the end. Wallahi. Someone can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all his life and the shaitan tricks him with one thing and he goes astray. And some vice versa, someone can be disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got into the masjid for any reason, his heart opened up, his heart opened up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the love of the Prophet, and he enters paradise. We need our mission, our job is to always worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala till our last breath. Next week with Azza wa brothers and sisters, we'll speak about the first Rasul, the first messenger, Nuh alayhi salatu was salam ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward you all aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah wa jazakum allahu khayr salam alaikum